0: Tweet at SFM Radio and at
1: Patricia N. Dooley.
2: This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. <laughs> Let's welcome the most beautiful and powerful coach on this side of the A-team, and that is Coach Matau who's also a life coach. She is a seasoned journalist, inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, a mother, and she's also a student going for her law degree. Good evening, uh, Coach Matawi.
3: Good evening, Patricia, and
2: good evening to the A-teamers. How are you doing? I'm strong. How are you? I'm great. How has the exam season been treating you?
3: Yay.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bona.
3: Yes, it's hectic. You know, I don't want to lie about it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Uh, I think I I, I became too ambitious as well, took too many modules, and uh, I'm feeling it, but you know what, uh, in God we trust and also putting in the effort and studying, not only trusting God while not doing the work, but yeah.
2: Preach on. I'm sure the results are going to be pleasing with that sort of attitude. Coach Matawi. Yeah. today we are talking about, um, you know, how can we stop feeling guilty about not helping people? We put out a poll on Twitter at SFM Radio asking our A-teamers, do they at times feel guilty for not helping others? And I want you as well as an A-teamer uh, tuned in right now to go into this poll and let us know, do you feel guilty? For not helping others um, And let us know uh, What is the feeling When you have to say no Whatever the reason may be You can also call in To interact with us uh, On 11 Or send a WhatsApp On 614 Let's start it here Coach Why do people And I'm not saying everyone Some people And I think it's possibly A lot of people Who feel guilty for saying no and not helping someone?
3: Oh. I mean, helping someone or oh, it's a good thing. It's a good thing to do, right? And um, we've got a lot of uh, caring people out there that when they are not able to assist, they then feel guilty that oh, they're not able to assist. They take it upon themselves and, yeah, they feel all sorts of uh, guilt. Even though they were not able to assist at that particular point. And it's only human, but it must be balanced out. One needs to interrogate why am I feeling guilty that I couldn't help? You know, are you feeling guilty uh, because you were in a position to help and you just didn't want to help? Or are you feeling guilty because? you are just addicted to helping even when there is no need I mean, one has to interrogate why are you feeling guilty what makes you feel guilty if you are not in a position to be able to help and a lot of times what happens is that we are not able to communicate our inability to assist as a result uh, we lead people on or we, we, we let the next person think that we are going to be able to assist. We overpromise, we over-commit, and as a result, we are emotionally burdened or financially burdened, whatever way you are burdened and you are not able to assist and you don't communicate back to say, hey, I thought I was going to be able to assist, but I'm not in a position to assist. As a result, you feel guilty because the other thing is one wants to be seen as uh, the good person. You know that label?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Rio,
3: she assisted Matawe. Now, if Matawe is not able to assist Patricia, she's feeling guilty that that good label is going to, the tech is going to be removed. She might be seen as not a good person. Sometimes, as I'm saying, we need to interrogate why are we feeling that way?
2: Should we be feeling that way? That's the first thing. Should you feel bad for not helping a person? Should you feel guilty? Should it be there?
3: You shouldn't. One should not feel guilty. That's why I said, if you are purposefully saying you're not going to assist the person and you've got good reasons why you don't want to help that particular person, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. There is nothing wrong with, <clears throat> with uh, not wanting to help. And perhaps you are not helping because uh, you've been helping, and as a result, a person has now is so much dependent on you that they cannot do things for themselves. You've just uh, raised or you helped raise a giant that is now relying on you, and you cannot continue anymore. You know, there are those people that when you assist once, it now becomes like a lifetime contract that you have uh, agreed to without you knowing that it becomes your duty. You know, they make you feel that now it's your duty just because you were able to help one. So as a result, we need to to, to also evaluate the type of assistance that we're giving to the next person. If the assistance is not helping the next person to be able to spend on their own feet, and be able to do things for themselves and they tend to rely on you to do those things you are not helping you are actually killing the next person i am saying there is no need to feel guilty when you are not able to assist Mm. or when you are able to assist but you know that this person has relied so much on you that uh, they uh, they sort of relinquish their power to do things by themselves and they know, oh, Patricia will do it for me, you know. Then you've got every right to say, I'm going to do it. You're going to have to learn to get out of the situation, learn from the mistakes and find solutions because every person has got solutions inside of them For don't take the power away by babysitting and continue to help people and not giving them the equipment to be able to assist themselves the next time around they are in the same situation.
2: You know, Coach Matawa, I can imagine when it comes to family, how guilt-ridden we become, you know, um, and, and, and then people start having labels like black tax instead of saying, I- I'm contributing towards my family's well-being. W- oh. We get so guilt-ridden when it comes to not being able to help family that we get into igolo, you know, someone has passed away. And that person didn't have life cover or funeral policy. And you start trying to take your last cent because you want to be the savior most. uh, You want everyone to know that, no man, you know, uh, Matawe, she drives a nice car. She drives a nice car. She's got money. She's a good person. That time, Matawe's car is on empty. And you yourself are on empty financially. But because you have certain expectation for yourself and you start feeling guilty, and getting into debt because you want your family to give you that look to say yes the saviour has come umuntu mm. slegelela has come and sometimes we don't know how to get out of that guilt especially when it comes to family so how but do what do does
3: it, it help for, 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 for everybody else to clap hands for you to applaud to praise you while you know that you are as empty as ever and there is nothing uh, you can do to actually fill yourself up because you've emptied yourself so much that uh, you you run away from checking yourself out and what's eating you out and you bombard yourself with every other person's concerns. You're carrying every other person's mind kit because you cannot deal with your own situations. There's literally uh, nothing as painful as. Over promising or overextending yourself when you know that you are not in a financial position to do that. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with saying, I am not able to, no, I can't. It doesn't reduce you, it does not mean that you're not a good person, and it does not make you less of who you are. You will still be you. You just have to be truthful to yourself. And, uh, I mean, deal with the addiction. It's an addiction. The addiction of wanting uh, to be the hero, to help everybody else, to be seen as caring. Uh, And as a result, you are sort of uh, giving uh, the pain medication to, to whatever void that you have. I mean, you're not dealing with it. Instead, you are covering it. Uh, with uh with everybody else's problem so that you can be able to solve their problem you get praises and you never get to down to solving whatever issues that you have you've got a need that thing you want to feel i'm needed you know i'm needed. and when there is no such need you feel empty uh-uh. let's start with you like fill yourself up and the only time that you get to assist it must When you've got something and you are not taking from nothing or in debt just because you want to be seen, Mm -mm. take care of yourself.
2: Hero syndrome, that's what I call it. And I'm so grateful that I angina you, hero syndrome. a let's uh, go and listen to what you have to say on voice, ma- uh, voice notes. Remember, you can send in your voice notes. We're talking about, uh, is it possible to stop feeling guilty about not helping people? And where does this guilt emanate from? If you are one of those people who always wants to help, even when it's at your own detriment and you've been burned one too many times, share the experience with us on 11 double or you can WhatsApp on 0614 0614104107. SMSs go to 41391. And we've put up a poll on Twitter at Radio, and we've asked you, do you at times feel guilty for not helping others? Currently, the polls are sitting like this. 22.5% of you A-teamers on the Twitter streets say no, while 77.5% say yes. Haibu, so many of our A-teamers are feeling guilty for not being able to help people. This is definitely a topic that we need to explore.
0: Good evening, Patricia and your guests. Not forgetting your supportive team in studio. Uh, I would like to ask Patricia uh, from your guest. I've helped one of my relatives and now she's doing well at her own with her husband but wherever she has done a mistake when i try to just to control her she's telling me because you have you have helped us how much do you want so how do you solve that issue it's uncle jj the truck driver
2: Thank you very much, Uncle JJ, for that question. Uh, so, Coach Matawe, Uncle JJ is uh, faced with someone he's helped. And when he goes back to assist her uh, with uh, possible mistakes, he's made to feel guilty. How does he deal with this?
3: Um, you know, Uncle JJ, sometimes we need to let go. Uh For the fact that we've helped someone and they were able, I'm glad that you actually helped them and gave them and showed them the way to to catch a fish so that they don't keep coming back to you, Iguchi, give us the fish. You know, you've taught her how to catch the fish herself. And we we need to learn. When a person says, no, I don't need your help, we must not force our advices onto people. Or force ourselves to them in terms of, but I still want to advise you. And and, and just remember that this person is capable. And if it happens that uh, they, they, they they get lost along the way and they need your advice or they need your assistance, they will come to you. Again, you need to check. Uh, the motivation what what motivates you to want to assist because if she says no we're good we don't need the assistance take her word for it don't force yourself onto them because when you're forcing yourself they will give you answers like she's giving now to say okay how much do you need it's like you want to be she's putting it in a way that it looks like you constantly want to be Present and not allowing me to, to, to do things by myself, learn from mistakes, and grow from there. So as a result, if you want to be paid, I'd rather do that so that I get to learn by myself. I think you need to, to respect her decision. If she says, I am good, I don't need uh, advice or assistance, believe her, take her word for it.
2: In other words, Uncle JJ, uh, (laughs) mind your own business and make sure that you do what you need to do. Unless they need you, then they will call for you. I think that's the best approach to take life. Uh, If no one needs you, here's a message from Anonymous. Anonymous says, what the coach is saying makes sense, but in reality, it doesn't always work um, despite my close family members knowing that I am currently unemployed, I still feel guil- terrible and guilty for not being able to contribute financially, for example, with medical or funeral bills, etc. As a man and the firstborn, it's almost impossible to not feel guilty and inadequate. Coach Matawe, this one is a difficult one.
0: Oh.
2: So what can you say to the a
3: Yes. I mean, the a says, as a man, it it makes them feel inadequate uh, and all type of stuff. I think one needs to accept the situation and the position they are currently in. Is he in the position to help financially? And the answer in this instance would be no because of the current circumstances that he is in. So why stress yourself over a situation that you are not able to change because you are only uh, actually making things worse for your own health because now you are stressing, uh, it will affect your health. In in the meantime, there is absolutely nothing that you can do currently to help if help is needed because your finances are not in order. So I, I think... Uh, uh, the A-teamer needs to remove that pressure upon their shoulders and accept the fact that, you know what, I am not able to assist at this point while they are working on themselves and to first fill their caps. When you get a job or when your business is up and running, First, fill up your cup before you start and going out and dishing out money because you want to prove that you really am really, back uh, and I can now afford, or you feel that you want to prove to them that now look at me, I'm the man I can take care of, people who want to be taken care of. First, fill up your cup so that you don't run empty. You don't have to to feel pressure. You don't have to feel less of a man because you are not in a financial position to assist at the moment. And that's not going to be a permanent thing. All you need to do is to take care of yourself and not stress about things that you're not going to be able to change at that particular moment.
2: It's very sad how society has put so much pressure on men. And I know we we talk about this quite often on this show, that you know men are are given this pressure by society and some of the things we say, like, you know, and, you know, we don't want scrubs who lives in their mama's houses, you know, things like that. But this pressure then builds this sense of guilt when a person is not able to help with the family yeah. or with their partner. And I just feel it's so unfair, the pressure we put on men. Oh,
3: oh, it is. It is very unfair. And... Um, But I think what an individual can do for themselves is to find peace in their circumstances Mm. and be gentle with themselves uh, and not allow the pressure that people are coming to put on them and wear it uh, proudly so no matter how heavy it is. Do not get dressed in whatever people are putting on you. Just when I find peace, and dress the way you want to dress because you're comfortable. Oh, yeah, I'm ama which are so heavy just because uh, society is expecting you to be wearing boots. If you're comfortable in sandals, uh, do you. And don't feel guilty about it because when you've got that peace of mind, you are able to come up with the strategies and things that will work for you, that will build you, which you won't necessarily be able to do when you are under immense stress and pressure from other
2: people don't put pressure on yourself and don't allow others to put pressure on you it's half past yeah. 11 let's go to more of your voice notes
0: good evening patricia and your guests I uh, listening to you just your it just brings back so many memories you know of the person i am willing to take out everything the last of my everything to make sure that that person gets help but at some point i find i in turn get luck as well i don't know if it's the way i look at it or it's the way it happens but i also get my luck as well after that situation taking whatever i've taken and helped so i just go with it you know i say it's my drug and My guilty pleasure.
3: The thing for me, there was a setback and it took me to get my car repossessed and totally be indebted and have nothing. To realize that the best people to help are those who are never going to be able to thank you or to expect anything from you. Using taxes has made me realize the people who actually need me, who I can help when I can and who will appreciate it. Now, instead of giving somebody a hundred rand, I give somebody a mask or twenty rand and it's just as valuable.
2: I'm glad that A-teamers are, are learning and uh, the first uh, voice note, uh, you know, it sounded true to me because this a says they give, and they always feel like they receive. It's his guilty pleasure. Let's talk about that first voice note, um, Coach Matawe. Mm.
3: If, uh, I, when I, I firstly mentioned that we need to examine our motives for helping, if the motive for helping is because we are feeding some sort of an addiction, and uh we, we, we want to, to, to fill up some void and, and all those things and at the end uh, we end up feeling, feeling resentful or any other type of way, then there is a problem with that. But if you are giving out of the goodness of your heart without expecting anything in return and it's not depleting you, I want uh, the A to actually uh, take note of that. If it's not depleting you, and it's, it doesn't make you feel empty in any way, and resentful and angry that you keep giving and giving, then that's fine. If you see it as a way of sowing a seed, then you should do it happily. But if you, after doing it, a uh, few days down the line, you start complaining that, oh, I shouldn't have given. I've over myself. Then, hmm, you need to interrogate the motives of giving. You also need to check yourself. Are you not uh, self-medicating? Uh, are you not self-medicating and not taking care of your pain? Instead, you are just self-medicating because you don't know what want to attend to whatever void that you have inside. I'm saying if the a is happy and they know that whenever they give, they receive even more, for them, giving is sowing and it's not expecting from that person, then that's fine. If it fulfills you and it doesn't deplete you, then that's okay.
2: And then the the second A-team says uh, since uh, she got her car repossessed, she now you know has realized the sort of people she should be helping, people that might not be able to thank her back, people who are really in need. Um, does that d- d- does that show that perhaps she was burnt at some point uh, by helping people Definitely. who are very close and you know who never appreciated? Definitely, it sounds
3: to me that she 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 was burned out that uh, she took from even the finances that were meant to finance even her own car assisting people with the hope that they will give back as soon as they're okay which they never did that's what i'm saying before you help the next person make sure that you are okay before i come to you and want to try and uh fix uh the the, the potholes in your lane, I need to check that my lane is as straight and uh, smooth for me to be able to drive. Start with your own potholes. Fill them up. And then when they are filled up, you can then go to Patricia's potholes because you now, you don't have the potholes on your side and you're not going to be resentful that, oh, now her potholes are all filled up, she's driving smoothly while I'm busy getting tire punches on this side because my potholes are like as big as ever and she's not coming to assist me. Always put yourself first. Fill your cup after you've filled your cup
2: you can then attend to the next person. Let me go to an A-teamer here who's on the line, Daliso. A-teamer, good evening. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you, Daliso. Yeah,
0: I'm fine. And, um, I've been listening to the show there, and I am telling you, my, uh, it's very informative. However, the thing that uh, she's talking about most of them, they are applicable in the youth and not in practice. Because uh, uh, let, let me clarify it. Because let us say, like for example, I am I am a man, right? Now, if you are a man and then you cannot able to help or to render any sort of assistance in the family, man, that, 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 that for example, look, if in the family you are not working and maybe someone is working in the family. Do you know even the level of respect that you get in the family? If you are not working, even the opinions that you or comments that you make, they, they don't take them serious when you compare them to the one who is providing or who is helping in the family. When, when that one says anything, you can watch how they respond to that person and and i mean that is also a uh, problematic and also um even you you can't look you can't even have a girlfriend if you if if you don't have financial security of some sort like if you can't provide
2: Wh- why not dalisa look uh, Come on! No, I'm asking you these questions. No, I'm asking you this because last night we had an A-teamer who's married but also has a side girlfriend, and he's not working. So I'm asking, why are you saying that a man who's not working cannot even have a girlfriend when a married man (laughs) can have a wife and a girlfriend and is unemployed? Oh no! You know, uh, in fact, you you said. I that's, said what, that. that's what society says.
0: But, but that is how they treat men. Mm. That is how they, even mm. women, that is how they used to pick uh, their mates. They, they are very meticulous in terms of uh, financial security. Mm. That's how they choose their mates. So that is why I'm saying it becomes a challenge if, you, are, if you, you don't have financial power to get a
2: appropriate mate. Okay, another so, question to you. You're a man, Daliso. So if society... I, I let, let me finish here, Matawi. So if society is treating you that way, the topic today is how can you stop feeling guilty for not being able to help? So society mm-hmm. might treat you that way. How do you stop from you feeling guilty because you can't help? Circumstances are not allowing you to help. Mm. That's why you yeah. need to listen into the show. That's what Coach Matao yeah, yeah, is talking yeah. about you, you, to help you.
0: Yeah, your, question, your question is really challenging. Of course I, I I may self-motivate myself and say okay now yeah, I, I, don't, I don't need to feel bad, I don't need. But now the way that people around me relate to me,
2: it's a different ball game. All right, let's allow Coach Matao to come in. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: I
3: wanted to ask the A-teamer that when you're stressing about it and you are not in a position to change the situation, how does stressing help help you and help the situation? Despite the fact that you would see, I'm a man or I'm a woman, but you are in a situation where uh, you are not in a position to, to assist, how does stressing yourself about not being able to assist? assist
2: you and also assist the situation? Oh, my goodness. Uh, we've lost our A-team at Daliso. It, it, you know, I, I'm glad that we got Daliso on the line because it, it, it helps us as individuals and all A-teamers to interrogate ourselves because it seems we are living for societal norms. And yes, people can hurt you. With what they say with their mouths and their actions but yeah. there's a saying we grew up with that sticks and stones may hurt your bones but words will never harm you it's how you allow the words to come into you that will harm you
0: mm-hmm.
3: so so and the, also, mm-hmm. despite the society's values and whatever and everything else that the society the society is putting on you as an in- individual or expecting from you what are your own individual values yeah. when it comes to how you, you react to finances, to different situations? If your values are not the same as those of the next people, you should uphold your own values, not the next person's values. Because remember, what will give you peace is what resonates with you, your own values.
2: So, here's a message here uh, from Nzwaki. Nzwaki says, you are talking to me, Sis Pat. Now, when I need, when I'm in need, I expect people to help, which doesn't happen much often. So, we, we help people, but when we need, we don't get help. And then, we still feel guilty for not helping. So, it's a mm. catch-22 situation. <laughs> and, you know,
3: sometimes it's the best thing... That will ever happen to you when you are in need of assistance and no one is there to help you because it actually pushes you to come up with the solution that you already have inside of you. You will be able to tap into your own strength and power because at the end of the day, I tell you, each person has got the answers to their own problems, right? They just need that... uh, the next person to push them into the right direction for them to realize their own power. So sometimes we should not feel so angry or resent the people that we've assisted because now they cannot come to our rescue. It's time for you to actually learn how to actually come out of the situation by yourself and that just makes you even more uh, greater. It grows you even more.
2: Coach Matawa, do you feel guilty when you can't help someone? I used to, but uh, mm. I
3: had to learn out of it. I remember years back, um, I there was somebody that uh, would come to me because they needed some sort of they would need assistance, and I will assist. And I will assist because I'm in a position to assist, right? And it came to a point where you continue assisting for the same thing and because they know whenever they come to you ah man, it will be easier you will give them whatever they need I remember at one point we had a conversation with this person to say okay this situation has been going on for some time and now there are also kids involved, you are a parent you need to come up with a solution what is it that you think you can do so that you you, you've, you've got a solution that is sustainable, you don't keep going out and asking for handouts. And this person said, okay, no, I think I can do this and this and this and that. Uh, okay, what resources do you have in your position to do that? Uh, I don't, I, I've got this and this and that, but I will need capital. Cool. Uh, fine, give the person the capital. You know what happened? They took the capital. I need to, they know, Ubuti, whenever they come, Matau will always be there to assist. They took the capital, they did something completely different from whatever that we had discussed. Mm-hmm. I then found out about it. I kept quiet about it. I didn't approach the person to say, hey, that money was for you to, for the capital to start what you wanted to start. When I instead you went and bought the latest fashion, you know, so that you can be relevant in mm. the hood. I kept quiet, right? And they came back again to say, "Hey, you know, with the same thing." And that's they opened that uh, communication channel. I asked the question. All right, well, what what, what has happened between the time uh, the last time you got the capital and now? What have you done? What challenges have you experienced in the business? And what has made you not to experience profits or make profits? And there and there lie on their feet to say, oh, you know, uh, I actually lost the money and, and, and. oh, okay. Remember now I got a hold of the news that the person has bought the latest fashion with the money. I then said to that person, okay, no, I think you're going to have to use what you currently have. In your position, if it means you must sell some other stuff to fund your passion and your vision, you need to do that. So sometimes one has to take a step back and let people go through the struggles of funding their own passion because when they've done it themselves, they will value it even more. So don't take the power away. Let them do something that will empower them in the process and they will value the process.
2: Now, this one, this one is begging for us to look at the other side of the coin. It's from Given who's in the Israel and who says it's an interesting topic. But I think we must discuss the abuse that comes with not helping someone. One, the name calling that you are useless for not helping. Two, some even get abused physically because they said no, especially women. Three, what about people with disabilities? Because when it comes to this kind of topic, they are always treated badly, especially financially. They use their money without them giving consent. So there's a lot behind this. Yay. When you say no to certain people, when you say no, I will not offer help. abuse. And, and, and I understand what given is saying. I really understand because mm. there are people who can badmouth you, gossip about you, um, you know, abuse you directly and call you all sorts. How do we handle this?
0: Mm.
2: Set
3: boundaries. I mean, set boundaries. And also, remember, we will always have something to say, even when you've given, <laughs> when you have <laughs> gave us the help that we requested, we will still have labels. You know, ah, yeah, we will have something sarcastic to say or give you names. Maybe they might be good names that will make you feel good as compared to when you you didn't assist. But again, let's learn to set set boundaries and uh, stick with that. Remember that when I say that you are useless, that does not necessarily mean that you are useless. Do not take people's definition of who you are and attach them to you. Who are you? Answer that for yourself. And if you are a generous, loving, caring person, to that. What Mateo says, are oh, useless, hey, yeah, in, 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 that's their opinion, and they can stick to their opinion of who they think you are and what you are about, but it shouldn't affect you because you know it's not the truth. You know who you are, you set the boundaries, they will sing that useless song until they come to a point where they realize, oh, actually, I'm not empowering myself by doing this. I must actually look at ways that I can help myself instead of looking at Given to assist me. And when Given is not able to assist me, I then start calling them names. What makes them? Are they useful? Because now they're calling you useless or all the other names that they're calling you. I think, you know what, your definition of yourself or your description of yourself should not be uh, attached or be as a result of what other people are thinking of you. Who are you? Define yourself that way.
2: Let me go to the lines. uh, But before that, the poll on Twitter where we asked you, do you at times feel guilty for not helping others, seems to be increasing on the side of the yeses. It's currently at 76.9% saying yes, they feel guilty. And uh, 23.1% who say no, they don't feel guilty. This is my crew. The 23.1%, my crew. My crew. My nose, I don't need to uh, elaborate why I say no, because when I help, I help from my heart, from the goodness of my heart, without expectations. But my nose uh, no, uh, and I don't feel guilty. Well, that's me. Yeah. Coach Matawe, let me go to Anonymous, uh, a team on the line. Good evening, Anonymous. Good
1: evening to you, and good evening to my sister there, uh, Matawe, Coach Matawe Matabula. I just want to yeah, say, man. you know what, Coach is 100% correct in saying... Don't give a man, don't give the person the fish, give them the rod, right? Because some people are so young, and I hate young people begging. Uh, you know, they come with their children, they use their children to beg as well, because you must sympathize now, they've got children, so you want to feel guilty. And with me, you find uh, some alcoholics, because there's a bottle store right next door to me, they will buy the liquor from the bottle store, they will drink their money, then they'll come to me for food. So I look at them, and I tell them, you're too young. Shouldn't you be working? Shouldn't you be coming and cleaning my garden or cutting the tree or chopping the trees or doing something to earn yourself? So I don't feel guilty anymore. I used to feel guilty in the past. I used to feel that God will punish me if I don't help somebody. But I think that if I'm living with very little resources and I'm just barely making ends meet, people come to my house and say, you've got a big house. But the house needs maintenance. Money doesn't fall from roofs or ceilings or trees right you you, and in your old age you don't have the strength to do the same thing you did when you were young so i don't feel guilty anymore because they tell me oh you got a house bigger house you can't help us and you know you think you can do this they they throw words at you but i don't feel guilty anymore i used to but i don't feel guilty anymore because i feel god understands my situation more than the individual
2: person Well done, well done for not feeling guilty oh. anymore. Thank you very much, Anonymous. Yeah, and
1: also, Patricia, I also refer them. Uh, uh, hello? Yeah, we hear you. I also refer, if I find certain people, certain people, what I do, I refer them. If I can't help them, I don't give them a mouth, but if good people, not people who are throwing words at me. Good people who come and they really need help. Then I refer them to people who could help them. Because I was working as a social welfare, and I know uh, uh, people who could help these individuals. So I do refer them to the individual uh, departments where they can get assistance.
2: Excellent, and well done for Thank no longer feeling guilty. Thank you. All right, let me go to voice notes.
0: So, uh, sometimes it's when you put yourself in the same shoes of the person who's struggling, who needs help from you. So once you start putting yourself into his or her shoes, you start to feel guilty. Maybe that is my point. When you start putting yourself into that person who's seeking help, when you start putting yourself in their situation, and you are in the situation that you can be able to assist, that's when maybe people start to feel guilty.
2: Hey, why must you put yourself in other people's shoes? I was about to
3: say, they're not your shoes.
2: They're Don't wear the
3: shoes, they are not yours. And if you are in a position to help and it's not going to deplete you by assisting, then assist. Uh, because you are doing it from the goodness of your heart and you are not feeding any habit or you are not Mm self-medicating, right? Mm -hmm. And one should not feel guilty uh, because now people are saying, yeah, but you've got this, you've got that. You've worked hard for the things that you have. It does not stop the next person to work hard to get the things and acquire the things that they want to have. They should therefore not uh, make you pay for your successes. You don't owe anyone. If you tell yourself you do not owe anyone, the person that you owe is yourself. And if your cup is full and you've got the capacity and the means to assist, do it. But don't, don't do it out of guilt because butlering. now they'll be saying, no, she drives a car in eh, Janjan or stays in a house in eh, Janjani but she's not able to assist. Yes, I'm not
1: able to assist because I'm not in a position to assist.
2: Very true, very true. Let's go to another voice note.
1: What happened with me,
2: Patricia? I help out people, and they in turn don't make the effort to help me back. And where I saw it is when my mom passed on and it's not that I expected them to give me money just for a person
0: to come and support me. Even my boyfriend didn't support me.
2: Not even a call, nothing. So but I'm always there for him. Oh, you sound so down, eh, Yeah, not even her boyfriend was there for her when she was grieving her mom's loss.
3: I struggled to hear her, but uh, I, I could hear the sadness uh, in her voice, mm. you know. Uh, and it's quite sad that sometimes you don't want people to come and assist you financially like she's saying. You are expecting friends and those who claim to be uh, in your life to somehow show their support. Uh, And when they don't, obviously you will be disappointed that they didn't. You will be hurt that they didn't. Uh, It doesn't mean that you are a bad person or you are a bad friend to to them or a bad relative to them. It has everything to do with them. It shows who they are and actually shows you the kind of, people that they are they're showing you their colors see them for who they are set the boundaries and just choose yourself
2: true i couldn't agree with you more there let me go to uh, i think the last voice note will be able to squeeze in
0: good evening to you patricia and coach Tower and the team my name is mark i'm on the road to devon I don't think so. You need to feel guilt myself. I don't feel guilt if I don't have. Unless if I'm not giving because I have, then I, maybe there's a possibility of feeling guilt. Because we always give from, the, from what we have, from extras. If you don't extra, you have extras, then what are you going to give? So it's better to give when you have. When you don't have, there's nothing to give. Then you can feel guilt at all. Thank you. Patricia, if you don't help people, I don't think, I mean, it's good to help people because yeah, yeah, you make them feel good, but if you don't help them, there's a likelihood that one day your life will take a knock, and then would you expect to be helped? Yes, it's wrong to help to, to be too generous because there are people who hold their monies. If they see at home, if they see that there's this person who is you who can just do ev- everything, they hold their monies. That's a problem. But even not to help, it's quite dangerous because one day your life will take a knock and you'll need help.
2: Thank you very much, Nguane. Thank you very much. It is true. I mean, but what we are saying is if you can't help, For whatever reason, whether it's resources or because you know the person is taking advantage of you, you can't be helping because you are scared of some sort of karma that's going to come back and bite you in the future. And then you still feel guilty. And then you still feel like you are being played. No, uh-uh. Um, let me read oh. this uh, tweet from at lives underscore Jackson, who says, help strangers, not family or friends. You avoid familiarity and dependency. You are able to give freely without a minimum expectation amount. And most importantly, you will never be hurt when they don't repay your kindness. Go to the taxi rank and see how far 100 Rand goes. Coach Matawe, let's wrap up our conversation. So, Aitimas,
3: it's always good to help. This conversation that we had tonight, it was not Uguichi, you must not assist. If you are in a position to help, please help the next person. But do not deplete yourself while at it remember you cannot save the whole world start with yourself save yourself say yes to you fill your cup and then from there you will be able to assist the next person don't deplete yourself
2: simple as that coach how do we get in touch with you
3: i'm available on whatsapp my number is zero seven two one double zero eight nine three zero just to emphasize. My coaching sessions are not for free. If you're going to make contact, please be aware that the sessions are paid for.
2: Excellent. No one will deplete you. <laughs> Thank you very <laughs> much for joining us, Coach Matawai. Thank you so much, Patricia. It was a pleasure. It's midnight on the dot, A-teamers. Please, I think some of our A-teamers were listening on on a side where, you know, we were not going. By no means are we saying do not help. But if you're going to feel guilty for not being able to help, whether it's because you don't have the time or the resources and then you feel guilty, that is not a good feeling. Help and be free. Free as you are helping Give merrily That's what you are, we are saying But if you can't Then also don't feel bad about it Because yeah Life does happen Thank you so very much For tuning in It's been such a great pleasure The last two hours of my day Have been great And the first minute Of my day is awesome Because I'm starting it with you It's officially uh, Wednesday the 3rd of November A team Remember at 3am Asanda Beta comes in With the sound awake We'll be back together again At 10pm But on social media platforms We can continue. Continue interacting. I'm at Patricia in Nduli. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.